0: Welcome to yet another episode of Couple of Lattes, I'm your host Jacques Massey. In today's episode I'm going to be discussing six lessons, sorry about my Kiwi accent there, saying six, (laughs) Um, that I've learned from failed relationships. Um, And my hope is that, one, you can identify with some of these lessons, because no doubt you've most likely already had some failed relationships. And two that maybe you can take these lessons into your future relationships remember guys not all relationships are created equal some are destined to last for very very long amounts of time and others are simply meant to flicker like a candle does in your bedroom as always if you enjoy this episode please leave a five-star rating and leave a review every five-star rating i get and every review i get on the podcast means that we can reach more people and I'm a big believer that uh, good conversations and good topics and uh, good information is worth sharing. So if you think it's good, please, share it. Alright, and where do I begin? <laughs> Six lessons learned from a failed relationship. Uh, Roughly a couple of years ago, I wrote a similar blog, but uh, I'll be totally honest with you, it was pretty shit. My writing was terrible. Um, And so I went ahead recently and I've been posting articles on Medium. I don't know if you guys use Medium, um, but I post an article there once a week. You can find me in there under Jacques Massey. So my name, J A C Q U E S. M-A-S-S-I-E. But what I'm going to be talking about today is taken from that blog. And I thought it it might make sense to put it in a podcast format because not all of you have time to read blogs and uh, some of you just aren't big fans of reading, which is okay. Sorry to interrupt the podcast, guys. Uh, Time for a quick break. All right, and back to the podcast. So I'm gonna crack into it um, with the first big lesson that I learned, uh, which goes a little something like this. There is no such thing as a soulmate. Just you. So there, there is kind of the strange belief that our perfect soulmate is waiting for us somewhere on Earth. It's simply not true. I'm sorry to burst your notebook style bubble, uh, but the stories we are told in the movies are designed to play on our fantasies and desires. In reality, seeking out your soulmate is doomed to become an unhealthy obsession. In the process of doing so, you are likely to fall out of love with the only true soulmate you will ever have your dog. <laughs> no, I'm joking. But seriously, I have considered it. You know, dogs are their, their man's best friend, right? <laughs> anyway, no, you are your soulmate. Having a deep-seated desire to discover a soulmate is a sign of a much deeper problem. If you truly need a soulmate, ask yourself, what is missing in my life? Whose love am I trying so desperately to replace? The answer will always lead back to you. Your love is what you seek. Your acceptance of yourself. Before sharing your love with anyone else, you must cultivate a healthy love for yourself. I want you to go to the mirror and I want you to look yourself in the eye and repeat after me. You complete me. Number two is you don't own anyone. I'll be totally honest with you. you. I used to believe that anyone I dated automatically belonged to me. And I am willing to bet that I'm not alone. This is not true. Simple as that. Nobody is anyone else's possession. That's called slavery, my friend. If you choose to date a person, accept that who they are, the decisions they make, and the beliefs they have are not for you to control. Of course, you can create boundaries and have open conversations explaining how an action makes you feel. Just don't assume to be in control of another person's decisions, ever. Successful relationships are built upon two wholes supporting each other in a harmonious collaboration. With many obstacles, of course. Unsuccessful relationships are built upon the notion that two halves come together in order to make a whole. Seriously, how many times do you hear your friends refer to their other half or their better half? There's no halves. You need two wholes to collaborate together. What happens in these kind of relationships is they tend to fall apart when one or both parties discover they are in fact a whole. That they don't need another person to complete them. That they're completely capable of operating without a commander. Now the third lesson I've learned from past failed relationships. You learn to notice the difference between lust and love. Texting until midnight, those butterflies in your stomach at the thought of a touch The excitement that crawls through your skin when your partner strips off their clothes for the first time. All of these are signs of lust. This is not to say lust is a despicable evil depicted in the Bible. Lust is a natural first step in any physical relationship. In fact, lust is healthy. In all cases, lust fades to be replaced by love or loathing. As you become more comfortable with a person, their flaws, imperfections, and irritating nuances. Are more noticeable. Love forms when we learn to accept a person for their flaws in addition to their strengths. Lust is the opposite. Flaws become the cause of unhealthy confrontations, often leading to a prolonged, hurtful breakup. Failed relationships teach us to notice the transition from lust. You may realize after six beautiful months that your relationship is not destined to evolve into a long Lasting loving partnership. You know what? That's okay The fourth thing I learned was our relationships reflect how we feel about ourselves This one's important guys There comes a point in your dating life when you must ask the question. Is it me? Most self-help books will tell you what you want to hear things like it's not you it's him or Women are crazy move on Or, you are perfect just the way you are. It's not your fault. They don't see that. Maybe. Or perhaps you are just blinded by your own bias. As human beings, we are naturally drawn toward information that aligns with our pre-existing beliefs. Our ego also tries to act in the interest of our continued comfort. Hence why we tend to blame our recent partners, rather than taking responsibility and addressing our own problems. Your relationships continue to fail because you view yourself as a failure. The truth is often a brutal slap in the guts. Slap? Stab in the guts. <laughs> My bad. Back to it. Looking in the mirror, being honest with, you, with ourselves, and realizing that our relationship failures are a direct reflection of how we view ourselves, that shit hurts. Yet it is necessary if we hope to build powerful relationships learn to love yourself before you try and force that missing love out of others the fifth thing i learned was failed relationships teach us how to let go nothing lasts forever that is true for everything in the known universe even atoms black holes and stars will eventually be reduced to nothing relationships are no different In the end, every relationship you have and will ever know is destined to end. Death, in essence, is the final breakup. If we allow them to, failed relationships can teach us how to let go gracefully. To move on, it takes unconditional forgiveness of self and others. Ask yourself, when has a hateful breakup ever given me joy or allowed me to move on? Regardless of the wrongs another commits, there is bound to be hundreds, if not thousands, of happy memories to treasure and be grateful for. Sometimes we must settle with happily walking away, rather than settling for a happily-ever-after. The sixth thing I learned was the importance of empathy. We cannot read minds. Well, some people claim they can, but I'm not so sure. When you love someone, regardless of how strong-minded you are, their happiness affects your own. Without realizing, this encourages you to communicate better and the best communication comes through understanding. So, in a way, your empathetic tendencies are driven initially by selfish reasons, the desire to feel happy. Many failed relationships are due to a breakdown in communication. These failures are valuable lessons for life. As I witnessed in my past relationships crumbling, as I witnessed, sorry, my past relationships crumbling, I promised myself that I would never lie again and that I would seek to understand what my partner really wanted to communicate. Empathy is a superpower. Seeking to understand what a person feels will help you make better relationship decisions. Sometimes what you or your partner truly feel does not end in a happily ever after. Nevertheless, as painful as a breakup may be, the truth will set you free and save you years of anger, hatred, stress, and regret. Just be honest. Seek always to understand the truth your partner wants to express. Not all relationships last, and that's okay. Learn as much as you possibly can be grateful for the beautiful time you have together. Release your hatred and anger and bloom into something far greater. Some relationships are like candles, bright and beautiful as they glow into life, but destined to be snuffed out shortly after. A small number of relationships glow like the sun, destined to endure, but not without deep, cold, long periods of darkness learn from the candles so you can wake up to the sunrise. Well that's it guys, short podcast for today. I hope that gives you some value and I hope you can use some of these tips in your current relationship, learn from what's happened in your past relationships and take this learning with you into future relationships.